You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the T-Shay Show, and I am your host, Tika. And today, I, uh, I'm i just going to basically talk, you know, to Dave and my viewers and take a recap of what happened or who came on the show this month. So, hey, Dave. Hello. I'm just checking to make sure everything's good. We had some really weird happen with the show last week. And I'm just making sure it never happens again. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about that. But anywho. Um, oh, no it, was, no, it wasn't yours. It was uh, a different show. Oh, okay. Um, now, I would like to say thank you for all of the thank you to all of the guests that we had uh, on the T Shay show this month, the month of February, because we are coming to a close. Yeah, it's almost the end of the month. Yeah, crazy. We have one more show left within this month, the T Shay show. But I'm excited about that. Saturday, we're gonna have um, movie director. Author, book author, um, the man is very talented, Makiel Lose. He'll be here Saturday on the T-Shay show, so I'm very excited about that so we can talk to him. Um, now, far as, as far as all of the people that came on the T-Shay show for the month of February, which they were, you know, amazing, you know, and that ranges from um, Shannon Bryant, the energy was like, great. yeah. I mean, you had a good mix. I mean, you yeah. had a uh, motivational speaker. Well, and she's also an actress. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, rapper dude K Stacks. K Stacks. Yeah, he was, he was fun. Yeah, he was fun. Uh, yeah, I gotta be honest. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm too brain dead. We to had um, Robin the writer. Right. Yes. Um, she was, you know, very wise and very resourceful. Um. Who else did we have on the show? Oh, and we had Trigan. Yeah, Trigan. It was a you know cool experience having him here in the studio too. In Trigan Studios. Shout out to Trigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had oh we had the uh, BBB brick by brick uh, real estate. Oh yeah, the guys that do the uh, the real estate photography yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So thank you all for coming on T Shay Show. For the month of February, it was our pleasure of talking to you and, you know, for you guys stopping by. How was your week, Dave? Um, exhausting, as I sit here yawning. Uh, yeah, it's it's just been a, it, it was a crazy, It I mean, it's only, it's Thursday and it's just been a, it's, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you're tired. <laughs> That's why I got all this Red Bull sitting in front of me. I'm, I'm hoping that keeps me awake through the night. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just been a lot going on, a lot, just, I, yeah, I don't think, uh, just too much stuff. Uh, yeah, my brain doesn't turn off, and so I don't sleep right, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, you know, I've been reading a lot, and, um, you know, trying to research different things, so, that's pretty much time. For well, summer. I started watching, God, uh, what was it, I started watching that, um, 
I think it's called The Vanishing. It's about uh, it's about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, it's a four part miniseries. Like all these true crime docs are all the rage now. So there's so many of them. Um, but this hotel is seriously messed up. And and like it and I mean it it was a big enough story that I don't think it's any spoilers to put it out there. But like so basically this this girl she was a twenty. 223, if I recall correctly, uh, from Canada, went and stayed at this hotel uh, in L.A., kind of a seedy hotel, as it turned out, uh, and she vanished, and they couldn't find her. And, like, there was this weird footage of her in the elevator acting kind of weird, um, and they didn't find her for, like, almost three weeks. Uh, and then when they did find her, uh, she was in the water tank up on top of the building. Uh, so, like, like, her body was, like, decomposing and people were like brushing their teeth with that water and oh taking goodness. showers with that water and yeah it was pretty horrific um so it's the kind of stuff that just like just totally skeeves you out yeah yeah it's not something you really want to think about <laughs> but i mean it's and it's it's so fun like that's the fun honestly the funniest part of the whole documentary to me is uh there are, are a couple people that they interview um and one of them uh call, he's, he's like you know i'm a youtuber and, and that's a real thing i'm like dude it, it it's not like my my 11 year old calls himself a youtuber that's that's not a job title uh and then someone who was like oh well you know i'm the co-founder of a you know facebook discussion group no that's 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 not a job title either that's that's <laughs> that's something you do in your free it's a hobby and it's great have fun with it um but no uh and so yeah i just i i couldn't get past that that just that just made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was uh, up last night watching Snowfall. It's What's on that? FX. Okay. Um, John Singleton, he directed it. Or okay. It's his film, or you know, and it's about. Um, it's based off. It's based on Rick Freeway Ross, like the r- real Ricky Ross. Okay. Um, but the main character is Franklin, and this is like, I want to say the fourth season. Okay. Oh, so it's a series, not a yeah. It's okay. a series on FX. So yesterday was the premiere. Okay, and um, that you know it was really nice. You know, I liked it. I liked the crime drama type of series. Yeah, I've always all been all about like you know the CSI and you know Criminal Minds and all that kind of stuff. So I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it started. You know. It was the first episode, so I'm excited to see what the second episode is because okay. you know you you when you anticipate on watching something, it's like you want to um, hurry up and jump to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the first episode kind of like okay, that was good, but what else? So and, and that was the funny thing to me with uh, so one division is you know been taking the internet by storm, uh, you know Disney series with the Marvel characters and. It's funny to me how many people are angry about the fact that Disney is dropping one episode a week instead of like dropping an entire series and and people binging it that way. And I mean, for a couple different reasons. One, obviously, people don't remember how TV works because TV, I mean, that's how TV has always worked. You get an episode a week and you got to wait and that's just how it goes. But it's not even the first time Disney has done this. Like this, this is how Disney did The Mandalorian, too. Um, which was, you know, the huge thing that they launched Disney Plus with. And, you know, they dropped one episode a week. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it just, it, it makes me laugh how impatient people are these days. Um, where like they just want everything and they want it now. And no, it's, it's okay to wait for things sometimes. Let the anticipation build. It's not a problem. You'll be fine. I promise. I'm one of those people that want it now. Oh, don't <laughs> Well, I want it now, but I'm not going to go. 
yelling at Disney for not doing it that way. Like I, I kind of like that. There's like, cause I, I get, I get burnt out on stuff. Like, so like, uh, what was it? New Year's day? Um, Netflix dropped Cobra Kai, uh, season three. And I did, I sat there New Year's day and watched all 10 episodes and okay, great. I, I loved every minute of it. But now I have no more Cobra Kai to watch because yes. I watched it all. And now I got to wait another effing year for them to do another season. I don't like that. And so, yeah. So, that's, so as I said, like I'm, I'm actually okay with them dropping an episode a week um, and, and giving me something to look forward to. Now, like, I mean, like Marvel's going – Marvel is going really, really nuts with Disney Plus. Like so not only – I mean like they've got – so I think – there are two more episodes of WandaVision, and then they have another series that's dropping right after that, and they're doing this like an episode a week. And then after that, they, they like they've already got their entire like they've got an entire year's worth of stuff planned, and they're all different series, and they're all going to be week by week episodes. So I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how people react to it. Yeah, I wish that they could like you know when they start one series when a production starts, I feel like they should make three series. Within the filming time frame. So that way, we don't have to wait a whole year. It'll be okay. So season the only, one. The only problem with that, though, is that what if it sucks and nobody watches it and now you've lost all that money? Like, because I mean, that's the, that's the other part of it is so keep in mind, like all these Netflix, Hulu, Disney series, they're all six, eight, maybe 10 episodes. I mean, a season of a show. Like I, uh, I went back and I was watching the X Files because uh, okay. they were on Hulu. Okay, there's 24 episodes every season. Mm. That's enough. So, well, well, but so I mean, back in the day, you really had seasons. You had the fall TV season and the summer TV season and all that kind of stuff, and you had just spring premieres and all that kind of thing. Whereas now, stuff just drops whenever it drops. So I don't even know why they call them seasons anymore. Um, but but yeah, so I mean, like you used to, like you used to get twenty two, twenty four episodes in a season of a show, and now, like, nah, but you know, six or eight is fine. And and part of that, is, and I think part of it has to do with, especially on the Disney stuff, the production costs are huge, because I mean, they're basically making movies in every episode, um, with all the special effects and all the CGI and all the you know stuff that they got going on. Same thing with the Mandalorian and a couple of the other shows they've done. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to see the production values on this stuff. So, I mean, trying to film more than what they do would be a huge risk for them. I mean, I, I mean, if you're Disney and, and you're doing a, Mar I mean, odds are good people are going to watch it no matter what you do. Um, so you're a little bit safer there. But like you know, the one-offs and the, I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, I, I could see it increasing the risk a lot. Right. I totally agree. Have you been keeping up with Biden? Um, kinda. That's kind of how I've been too. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> I I kind of enjoy the fact that the news isn't like I'm not waking up and seeing a news report about what our president tweeted last night that pissed off a million people. Yes. Um, I I'm kind of good. Just if it's not a raging fire, I don't need to pay attention to it. Just mm -hmm. cool. Things are happening. Yay. 
if anything goes sideways, I'm sure my Facebook feed will explode with it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, paying really close attention, no. Because um, again, I don't, I don't feel like I have to. Okay. Did I miss anything? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, okay. I mean, I know everybody was. Uh, there was. I know there was a story floating around yesterday that everybody was all up in arms about. Um, Oh, what was it? Like some new detention facility they opened up uh, for kids. It's for and and it's but it's one of those things where, okay, well, you you do still need to deal with kids and and you do still need to deal with having detainment facilities for them. Um, But this isn't. But the difference was, was that when Trump was doing it, they were putting them in cages and FEMA facilities. This is actually almost like a hotel (laughs) that they're putting them in. Um, so it was funny because I was, I was watching all my friends on the, you know, that have a little bit more of a right lean. They were like, Oh my God, yeah, but yeah, but when Biden does it, it's fine. And then, all, then I was watching all the friends on, on the left side kind of pick those articles apart and be like, okay, well, no, but here's the difference. This is why this is this. Yeah. They were in cages versus yeah. kids. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's just like, like I said, politics is crazy enough that if I don't have to pay attention, I really don't want to. And, and, and just, yeah, I mean, I I feel like we're we're at least not a raging ball of fire now, right? And and so okay, you know what? I, let let me figure out my own life, and and then I'll worry about the politics again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I've been with things today. You know, I mean, you kind of have to be. I mean, there's there. You can only – somebody told me once upon a time, you know, anything really worth getting stressed out over is probably beyond your control. Um, and that's true and that's great. And I, and I try to keep myself from getting stressed out over things I can't control. But it just, the human brain doesn't work that way. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I need a way that I'm going to – well, it's not that I, I'm going to start asking the viewers, um, you know, what topics would they – would like us to discuss sometime. On Smart. So, I mean, I would put that on your Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and then there's actually a piece of software that we just started playing with a little bit more that like lets you uh, pull the live comments up on screen. Great. Uh, that's that a, kind of stuff. Great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like I said, we're just always trying to play with new toys and figure out what make things, what can make things better. We'll see. That's why I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other than that, you know, have you been cooking dinner? How have you, you know? Oh yeah, uh, my daughter and I cook all the time. Really? I mean, that's oh yeah, that's one of the actually that's one of been the one of the really nice things about the whole pandemic thing um, with me being home more is that she and I have been cooking a lot more. Okay, um, and I've been teaching her how to cook and that kind of stuff. What and type of food do you cook? I. It, Anything. I yeah. I mean, I, I grew what did you up. Cook last night. Uh, did I cook last night? Wow. I'm again. I'm completely having a brain cramp day. Uh, oh, last night was kind of a like a chicken mushroom, um, like marsala thing. It was oh, just okay. yeah. Um, but so but that's the thing. It drives her nuts. Uh, because like so I learned. <laughs> I used to spend my summers either with my Italian great grandmother in Jersey. Or my Dutch grandmother, grandmother in Pennsylvania. And so I learned how to cook and I learned how to bake. But I learned how to cook the way that they know how to cook. And so like, I don't use recipes. I don't use, it's, it's just, okay, you know, yeah, that looks like enough. Boom, a pinch of this, a dash of that. You know, yeah, that's enough of that. Cool. And you, and it makes her according to taste. Right. And it makes, it makes my daughter crazy. Cause like she, she, like she wants like a recipe to follow. And I'm like, that's not, 
that's not how this works. Like, I'm sorry. It like, isn't. Right. Isn't I'm it? like, because, you know, today you might want a little bit more, you know, you might want a little bit more oregano tomorrow. You might want a little bit, you know, more. Maybe you're trying to spice it up a little bit. You put, say, you know, and, and it's funny because, yeah, because that's been the funny thing is is that just watching her kind of lose her mind every time we cook something and she, and she does. It's funny. She tries to write it down. Um, you know, she's got to like her, like keeps her iPad in the kitchen when we're cooking and, you know, tries to like write stuff down as we're going. And it, it, it yeah, it just, it, drives it doesn't her work out. It just drives her. <laughs> so what is like consider a soul food dish in that culture? Ah, oh, dude, in Ita- for Italians. I mean, spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, that's that, I mean, you can make that really well. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, so that's like I've always said. To everybody, I've I've always told all my guy friends, like you should have one dish that you can go from. A girl calls you and said, "Hey, can I come over for dinner?" And then thirty minutes later, you have a kick-ass meal ready. Um, like you should always have the ingredients in the house. You should always and just be able to. And my, so mine's always been chicken parmesan. Okay. Um, like and so and it's funny. Like when I go to an Italian place. That's what I order. If I go to an Italian joint for the first time, I always order chicken parm. And because for me, like that's the that's the baseline Italian dish. Okay. If you screw up chicken parm, I'm probably never coming back to this place because <laughs> like that's like that's the basics. Okay. Um, if you do it well, cool. I'll probably come back and maybe try something else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so like I mean, like I said, you know, you know, anything with you know, like you know, you know basically. Uh, anything with sauce, <laughs> you know, whether it's uh, like lasagna or yeah, I mean, just a lot of pasta, a lot of sauces. That's oh, okay. typical Italian stuff. So, what about a Dutch? Uh, so that's baking. So that's like that. So and so actually, and and my daughter has a lot more fun with that. So that's like we'll make things like cream puffs, or we'll make like uh, cream puffs. What yeah. are those? Uh, so like little uh, little pastries with like custard in them. Okay. Um, and we make them all. It's all from scratch. Like we make the custard, we make the pastries, and all that kind of stuff. Um, or yeah, I mean, like have dude, Dutch food is heavy. So I mean, it's you know like pot pies and oh, okay. uh, like that that like that kind you of stuff. You have to bring me a pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's yeah, it's like the real heavy put you to sleep food. <laughs> so pie pies, what else? Um, just cookies, uh, a lot of cookies. And oh, like, like I said, yeah. I mean, so it's it's like I said with her, I did a lot more baking than I did cooking. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying cookies far as oh yeah, no, that's what I said. I did a lot more baking than okay. I did. So yeah, like a lot of cookies, a lot of okay. um, you know, pastries, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of different things. Okay, well that's interesting. Yeah, not. I never really got like the Italian side. Never did a whole lot of baking with. That was always just a lot of in Stove the kitchen time. cooking. Yeah, a lot of a lot of in the like. Yeah. Now, how do you cook your chicken marcellus? Do you fry it first, pan fry it, or I mean, pan sear it? Um, uh, honestly, it depends on my mood. Like sometimes I'll get <laughs> like if it, and also depends on how much time I have. Um, because I mean, like you can do it four or five different ways. And so you know, sometimes it's you know what I'm just going to go with. Hey, you know, let's just get it cooked and and then throw it all together and be done with it. Yeah, sometimes I'll throw a sear on it. It's like chicken parm. I mean, some sometimes great. You know, it's it's I've got more than enough time. Uh, I'm going to cook it and then I'm going to bread it and then I'm going to and then I'm going to you know cover do it all up and then throw it in the oven for a few um, and let the breading you know absorb. So I mean, it, like I said, it it's really that that's the nice thing to me with cooking is always you get to kind of express yourself okay. um, to me. Say, and that's, and I was trying to explain this to my daughter now that she's taken algebra and geometry. Um, then to me, 
cooking is like math. You have two different basic approaches. You have algebra where you have to follow instructions and you have to do it that way. Um, or you have geometry where you can do it. Do it however the hell you want to do it. As long as you get to the answer, who cares? Right. Uh, you know, it could take you three steps. It could take you 30 steps. As long as you get there, who cares? And so, like, that's what I like about it. Like, yeah, like the first – like, if I'm trying to figure out how to make something new, yeah, like, I'll probably take a look at a recipe or two. Um, it, it, and to me, that's almost like bartending too. Like, you, you know, okay, yeah, you know, figure out how to make a drink. Um, and then once you know how to make it really well, uh, then go ahead and figure out how to how to – may jazz it up or make it your own or do like some, do something similar but different in, in your own kind of thing with it. Right. I totally agree, Dave. Um, well, I'm going to tell you what I cooked last night. Turkey chops, macaroni, and spinach. Ah, nice. <laughs> no, and cornbread. I did do that. Ah. But, uh, you know, that's like a week meal. Yeah. It's, that's not like a Sunday meal. No, but I mean, that's, you know, I mean... You know, like the day before, I mean, I made uh, homemade ramen. Um, what is that? Well, so, I mean, it's, you know, instead of buying like those ramen noodle packets and okay. all that kind of stuff. No, it's, you know, getting all the ingredients and, you know, getting like chicken broth and getting that and oh, making wow. it yourself. Because um, both my kids were just both. My, they were feeling a little off. Um, and I know they like it. And I know that I put enough spice and enough vegetables and that kind of stuff in there that it's good for them. Um, and. Uh, and that's that's the trick with a 13 and 11 year old is you can only get so creative (laughs) (laughs) so you know there's there you know there's some flavor profiles i kind of have to stay away from but when i find something they like and that is good for them yep yep and then and then what i'll usually try to do is when i find something they like i'll start tweaking it a little bit to maybe introduce a introduce a different flavor profile into it that they're not expecting um, and see if they notice and and see if they like it. And if they do, I'm like, okay, well you like that. Now you know that you can try this. Okay. Well, um, this week, my son just turned six Dallas. He turned six on the 22nd, which was Monday. So, you know, I've been busy with that, the birthday thing and parties and all of that. Oh yeah. Kids birthdays are exhausting. Yeah. And uh, so we're done with that. I'm excited to enter into March Madness. That is going to be theme for the T-Shay show. Gotcha. In March. March Madness. Now, um, I'm just excited with March. We have a lot coming on. We have a lot of guests coming on, you know. It's going to be lit. That's always fun. I, I, you know, and it's like I've said before. I mean, I, I like watching shows that, that have fun. I mean, that's, that's. Uh, that's a huge chunk of why I do this. It, it just, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, um, it was nice talking to you today. Yeah, and you catch up. it up like how we usually yeah. do. We hold the fort down. Thank you for tuning in to the T-Shay Show. Mwah! I probably looked at high as hell.